y'all, y'all. Welcome to Beautifully Healthy. I've been looking forward to this episode. I'm Dr. Allison Key, of course, joined by Erica Smith. Hello. And we have a room full of chunky little monkeys today. I just want to get my hands on all of them. Look at him. He's almost asleep. For real, we have all of our new mamas, our brand new first-time mamas from 316 here. Brandy Parker. Ashley Bailey. Hi. Maddie Worthy. I almost called you Maddie Gregory. (laughs) And Morgan Smith. Hello. Y'all go around, tell us how old your baby is, boy, girl. How old? All right, so this is Brandy. Um, I have a two-month-old now. He'll be eight weeks on Friday. Um, His name is Nolan. He's a good baby. I really can't complain at all. He just kind of cries when he's hungry or has a dirty butt. So (laughs) so sweet. I know. Ashley. Um, I have a three-month-old. His name is Carson, and he's a really good baby, too. He loves to be held all the time. I can blame my mother for that. <laughs> and I can't wait for him four more, it feels like. I cannot believe you have a three-month-old, and you're like, I can't wait to have another baby. No. Yes, I do. You were just meant you to be a mama, huh? Right, back to back? I think so, yeah. I just have to get Dylan on the same page. Wait for that second one. Well, at least I'm mentally prepared as your employer. <laughs> um, I'm Maddie. I have a four-month-old boy. His name is Hutch. Well, Hutchison. We call him Hutch. And he's for real the best baby. Like, he just wants to eat all the time. You could tell if you just if you could see him right now. <laughs> as long as you keep him fed, he's happy. Morgan and I have nine-month-old twins. I have a boy and a girl. My daughter's name is Aislinn and my son's name is Beckett and they are polar opposites. They are not easy babies. <laughs> um, Aislinn's a wild child and she's into everything. Like uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Erica feeds my daughter brownies so they're besties. Um, and Beckett, Beckett is pretty laid back but um, Aislinn's definitely the Spitfire. I wonder where she gets that. I have no idea where that would come from. (laughs) No clue. Shocking. Mm -hmm. So, how are y'all feeling? I'm not going to lie, all of you look a little tired. Just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Ashley's kind of bright eyed and bushy tailed over there. (laughs) She's like, give me another baby. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, go ahead and get you two under two. Okay. Yeah, that, then we that, can talk. The only thing that I do not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> like two in diapers, I'm, I, do, I do not want to do. Like, yeah. I see Morgan doing that, I'm like, no, thank you. I felt like I was in prison. Mm-hmm. Well, here's that first one will fool you, too. You know, the first one, they come along, and you're like, we are such good parents. <laughs> do you need some advice? Because I don't know if you've noticed our, our 18-month-old over here, but she's perfect, and she always behaves, and she's so easy, and... And great, and then God says, ha, 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 and he sends the second one, and then you're like, what have I done? <laughs> no, Luke's awesome, but he's different. What? There are people. <laughs> there are people who just, you know, spit those babies out and like, no big deal. You feel like you're pretty laid back as a mom. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you? 
Am I laid back or are you laid back? I think we're, you're more strict than me. I, <laughs> I, I think the same thing, yeah. I'm a little like, I don't know, I'm kind of, I mean, y'all see you're like, very how I am like, at work. Yeah. I sent I mean, it to my mom and I was like, oh my gosh. I don't have any schedule. And she's like, yeah, cause I like Microsoft to... Google or whatever it's called. And I was like, oh gosh, I'm a horrible mom. I made, I made a Google calendar and then I made like a big like list whenever I went back to work on like what time he does what. And sent like lists, like if he's fussy, then try this and this and this. Like, I, I went a little overboard. Randy did the same thing. somewhere in between you two on yeah. that scale. Probably a happy medium. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little. But he slept, I mean... Oh, I am tired because I just stay up all night and just like look at him and think about him <laughs> while he's sleeping. <laughs> but he slept through the night since before I went back to work, so that's awesome. That is yeah. your super. He hasn't lucky. Yeah, he hasn't woke awesome. up a single. I can tell you, he hasn't woke up a single night since before. I Until work. tonight. I don't know. You told me that a couple of times. Mm -hmm. yeah. First, I was like, "You're a liar." Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're so fortunate." So that's crazy. But mm -hmm. well, look at him. He's got all those. Like reserves, <laughs> you know, he doesn't wake up like hungry because he's <laughs> he is such a little roly poly and so stinking cute. And then you got Morgan over here who hasn't slept a night. In no, no, that's fine. <laughs> no full nights of rest. No, when one of them sleeps, the other one doesn't, so it's never ending. That's how mine were, and they weren't twins. And I, I'm telling y'all, when I felt like I was in prison for four years, <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but that is how it felt for a while. Because they didn't, they weren't great sleepers, or or I spent all those years telling parents not to co-sleep. And then you know, it's you easier to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, yeah we got we got to get some sleep. So we wound up with two kids in our bed for two years. <laughs> and, God bless David. Then they got so big that he started like every night we'd all go to sleep in our bed and then he would get up and go to the couch. <laughs> and this went on for months, y'all. And then we were finally like, okay, we got to get the kids out of our bed. Bless his heart. He's a good husband and daddy. But that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like you. For me to be so like type A about things, generally speaking, and I like, you know, things just so, so, I was very like granola when it came to my kids as far as like they'll eat when they're hungry, mm -hmm. they'll sleep when they're tired, they'll, you know. They stayed with their grandparents, so they got healed all day long. You know, like, that's fine. They're only little once. Yes. I'm getting better, guys. I'm getting better. There's nothing, there's <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong, wrong with it. You no. know, like, they're, you know, they're like people I'm, who yeah. are really My mother-in-law asked for one of those. Like, she mm -hmm. wanted a calendar. Mm -hmm. She wanted to know what time they ate, what time they took medicine, when they were supposed to nap, mm -hmm. when they were supposed to do this. And I'm like, just keep them alive. I'll be back later. Like, they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can do mine if you want. He goes to daycare on Monday, so. Oh, you want me to make you a schedule? Daycare wants everything labeled and pre-mixed and in the coolers, and you got to have it. It's a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to do that on Sunday. Mm -hmm. But once you get it all sorted, it, it's easier. Mm -hmm. All right, so two of you are at work. Two of you are going to come back Monday. to work very soon. Monday. Monday. Yes. So how are you feeling about coming back to work? I've kind of been ready to come back for about four weeks now. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love my time at home with them and all, but I respect the heck out of stay-at-home mamas. It's just not not my thing. I need my brain to, to do things during the day than, other than diapers and, and bottles. And <laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to go crazy at home. Yes. I felt horrible wanting to leave them. Uh -huh. and I felt horrible leaving them. Like I wanted them to be with me, but I needed to be 
with other adults. And Ashley's over here like, oh no. I'm going to cry. I'm going to get pregnant <laughs> as soon as possible. <laughs> like on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be pregnant by Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm going to cry. Don't look at me on Monday. It's fine. <laughs> Deal. Okay. What if you come back and you find you love it, though? What if you come back and you're like, I'm so happy to be here? Because that's how Maddie Yeah. Was, yeah. Right? Yes. Like, I was in total denial that I was coming back to work. I was like, Dusty, <laughs> we just got to make this work. We're going to find it in the budget. And he's like, I don't know whose budget you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I was tore up about it for the longest time. And then finally, like, I just didn't think about it. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, tomorrow I'm going to work. Like, I just tried not to think about it because every time I would, I would cry. Mm-hmm. But then I came to work and, like, honestly... I felt like a person again. Like, I had to wash my hair and put on makeup <laughs> and get dressed in something besides pajamas, you know? Like, yeah. So it made me, I, I mean, sure, I miss him. Like, I'm so thankful I get my day with him through the week, so I'm not away from him for five days straight. But I, I think it, it, it made me a better mom because I think I needed to take a step away because I was just so, like, only about him. I wasn't taking care of myself really at all. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah about you, Morgie? I was ready to come back. <laughs> but I think my situation is a little bit different because I was out for so long before. Yeah. Because yeah. we had COVID for five weeks, and then I was on my, on bed rest for nine weeks, and then I was out with them for eight weeks. So I was definitely, definitely <laughs> ready for some social interaction, which is not me at all. Erica can tell you. <laughs> I keep to myself. She loves hugs. <laughs> Everyone hug Morgan. Please She's don't. back at work. Um, but, yes, I was definitely ready to come back. And not that I don't miss them, but it was yeah. I appreciated the time with them more because I right. was not constantly right. with them. Two that's, of them. I, that's, I, I felt like me personally, I know this is not true for everybody, but me personally, I'm a better mom when I work. Because I feel like I've you know, done my thing during the day, and then I, I feel like I'm more patient. Yes, 100%. More engaged, mm-hmm. more like checked in mm-hmm. after I've been gone from everything. And they get more than just me. You know, there was a time period where I thought they need to be with me. I'm the only one who can, you know, yeah. yes, I'm the only one who can love them. I'm the only one who can shape them and mold them and make them. And, right. mm-hmm. and now I, the older, especially the older they get, the more I realize the benefit of having mm-hmm. other people in their lives who kind of influence and, and help them kind of become who they are. Mm-hmm. Not just about me. For a while, it's about me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how people send their kids to daycare. Like, my mom keeps my kids, and sometimes I have hard... I mean, there's pros and cons to both, I'm sure, but sometimes it's hard giving them to my mom, but I don't really know how I would be giving them to a random stranger either. You That's have to put a lot of trust in those people. Where are you taking yours, Ashley? Stonebridge. How are you feeling about that? Well, with COVID, I wasn't allowed to, like, go inside or do anything except after hours. Like, I even had to pay for my deposit out in the parking lot. So, I haven't got to really meet any of the teachers other than at the door. So, that's been hard. My boys loved it. Maddox did great. Maddox was stonebridge. That's six weeks. Yeah. He'll be fine. He's going to be good. Well, and you can tell yourself this, too. Generally speaking, somebody's not going to be working at a daycare if they don't love kids like mm-hmm. you go apply yeah. for a job of daycare because you love kids yeah you know like you i wouldn't work in the baby room because i love babies you know <laughs> so um but. and they do pick up good things and bad things socially at daycare. Yeah. i mean my kids have learned a lot of stuff at daycare they're learning some things where i'm like 
It's a teachable moment. <laughs> Some things I wish they did not learn, but you know, yeah, it's good. That, it's good but that you're just—that's inevitable. Like they're right. going to go to school. Get it, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's they experience. come home with things from school, and you're like, oh dear. <laughs> but it's part of it. That is one good thing about daycare. They get social interaction with kids their age. And I feel like we've kind of gotten some of that snotty, crusty virus stuff out of the way early. Like, don't get me wrong, we were sick first two years of both of their lives. But Mm -hmm. now I feel like we're finally, we're getting there. I can see the light. Like, things are getting, I feel like you, like, I've been in prison for the past (laughs) couple years. Like, it has been, especially with my youngest, like, I don't want to take him anywhere. He acts a straight fool. But we're finally. It gets better. We're going to get there. Like, I, I, as crazy as this sounds, like, I love the women who work at the Bremen Waffle House, especially those who have worked there on Sundays for the past <laughs> 10 years, almost six years, um, because we didn't go anywhere with Luke. We would go to church, and it was a fight every week because he acted crazy. I mean, he streaked through the sanctuary one <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> You know, I just can't, I can't even like begin to tell you. We didn't go anywhere. And so then as he got a little bit older, we're like, okay, we'll start going to Waffle House to eat before we go to church because it's pretty quick, in and out, you know, have food fast. Yes, no judgment. You know, like it's not like trying to go to somewhere where you're going to have to wait for a while or yeah. the service might be slow or, you know, it's going to be, you're going to ruin somebody's fancy dinner. Like you're going to be in and out and um i mean those women have loved on my kids and basically taught luke how to act in a restaurant (laughs) (laughs) how to behave like it was like the only place we went that's where he learned manners telling you i remember that Mm -hmm. we go on sundays when susan doesn't cook and the boys love it (laughs) my kids love some waffles Mm. yes it's like the only thing i can get becca to eat I think it's because he wants to be independent, and he doesn't want to be fed anything. He wants to feed himself. Yes. Oh, Lord. Uh Does he eat those puffs? Sometimes. Call those are the grossest things in the world. I hate it. Those and those yogurt milks. The yogurt ones are worse. They make a mess. It's like... Just milky yes. drool <laughs> coming out I everywhere. I like the taste of the yogurt melts myself. Um, Max they are would tasty, stick them to the roof of his mouth and get so many up there, and he'd like lick on them throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not <laughs> normal. <laughs> oh my gosh, what's been the most surprising thing? The thing that you were least expecting or didn't know to expect about motherhood? Well, we just experienced a stomach virus at my house. So I had two projectile vomiting and explosive diarrhea at the same time. So if you drop by my house right now, there's a a rug on my back porch because (laughs) there's diarrhea all over it. And I (laughs) washed it off with the water hose. But some some wild animal coming. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, that was um, an experience. I didn't know what to do with that. It was worse. The babies or Tyler. Um, yes. <laughs> Both. <laughs> but Tyler got it first, so he was on the tail end of it when the rest of us got it. So all four of us had it, which was a blast. We had a stomach bug go through our family when I was pregnant with Luke, so Adeline was two. And we were on, a way, on our way back from a family trip to Tennessee when she started throwing up. Ugh. And, like, other family members had gotten it while we were there. Yeah. So when she started throwing up, like, I knew this is what it was. 
We wound up leaving her car seat on the side of the road somewhere <laughs> in rural South Tennessee on the way back home. And I sat in the back seat with her pregnant. Oh, my gosh. With a garbage bag, like, under her butt and holding one. And it was awful. It was just one of those things, like, we just have to get home. Like, we mm-hmm. can't stop at a random like we have to get home it was awful and then i got it pregnant with me i thought i was gonna mm, die yeah it was that was that I was awful. i was gonna die and i wasn't pregnant i can't imagine being pregnant it was nope, terrible i'll i'll tell you because mine are almost eight and ten now so this is a distant memory for me but i remember being pregnant and people would always say it's going to change your life it's going to change your life it's going to change your life and i remember thinking like like going in to be induced with Adeline even and we had tried for five years to get pregnant. Like I wanted nothing more than a baby, but the night the morning I was going to be induced, I cried in my closet because I thought, I don't know if I really want my life to change. Like I love our life. We travel, we do it, we want to, whatever. And when people tell you it's gonna change your life, it does but in a way that's indescribable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that I can't imagine my life now without them. And it's like the instant and I know not everybody has that kind of experience, but it's like the instant they laid her on my chest, I was like, this is what I was created for. Yeah. I think that, I was going to say that yeah. for like my most shocking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I know I like struggle with some like postpartum and stuff, but like, I was like, whose baby is this? Whenever he uh, came out of me, like, I was like. You didn't have that instant no, kind of connection. No. Which I think it's because I like labored for 24 hours and I was going to have him like vaginally and then. I had the emergency C-section, so all of us are C-sections, actually. Mm-hmm. All of you are? Yes. yes. I guess I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, I guess yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know that, but I just hadn't thought I about know. it. I uh, know, yeah, but I think that's probably, I was just, like, so tired, and then, like, I had him at, like, 2 a.m., and then I didn't see him till like, 4 or 5, like, and then I was like, this my baby. Like, it was kind it of was weird. weird. Yeah. Out first, I was kind of the same way, I was... About 26 hours attempted labor, yeah. and we had a really rough C-section. So, yeah, I didn't get to hold him right away because they were trying to get me stable and him taken care of. So it was probably an hour before I actually got to hold him. Wow. Weird, but, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, that was weird because I so was like, I'm failing already. Like, I was Aww. like, you know what I mean? Like, so um, when did you, when did that change when you started feeling like more connected to him and bonded to him? It probably wasn't until we got home. Mm-hmm. Later, after we got home, it was, I don't know, just one day it was different. Uh, like, I just, I knew I had this tiny person, like, I had to take care of, and I was like, he depends on me. Like, I was doing the whole, I mean, I'm still doing the you whole You knew it, like, intellectually, thing. just right. out of your heart, yet. Yeah, it just had not. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like it was a choice. It's not like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, it wasn't a choice. Like, I was always going to do this. But it was just not, like emotionally there like you said it's just what we didn't have that bond i don't know and i i have heard i don't know if there's any scientifically thing behind this but i have heard that it's more common with Mm -hmm. c-sections than with vaginal deliveries just i think it takes longer for like the oxytocin to kick in and whatever you know after a c-section versus a vaginal delivery which may have something hormonally to do with it but i I mean i could see that being true especially if it's unplanned like if you are planning on having a vaginal and then Surprise. But I think, too, probably <laughs> fatigue has something to do with it, and I shouldn't yeah. really speak for her, but I think Emily had a sim- my sister-in-law, Emily, had a similar experience because she had a long, mm-hmm. hard, exhausting, days-long labor before she had him, and then her first baby, and so then it's just harder to, like, yeah. 
Because you're physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally. You have nothing. Exa- yeah. yeah, you have nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then you have the C-section on top of it. I mean, your entire yes. abdomen has just been cut open. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Nobody prepared me for that. And then trying to breastfeed. You've got people grabbing your boobs yes. left and right. <laughs> and, and pushing on your stomach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever you have an incision. Yeah. Then if you've got mag running because you've yes. had high blood pressure, like, it is yeah. exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did y'all enjoy being pregnant prior to delivery? I did. No. No. <laughs> no. I did up until like the end and I was like so swollen Morgan was like sit here and put your feet in this chair because you're like your feet are gonna pop off your body I think but up until that point I really did I didn't have a a good pregnancy too yeah except that last week you had all those patients (laughs) (laughs) I was like I am so tired Brady I swear I didn't even know Ashley was pregnant half the time like she she did great up down trying to grab paper clips off the floor I'm like just leave it (laughs) (laughs) just leave it Yeah, because you were probably like, I threw it there when I was angry. (laughs) Okay, that was like two years ago. (laughs) No, I did not. Now, I appreciated the miracle of pregnancy. And the only thing I would ever say that I missed about it was feeling them move, like having them tucked Mm -hmm. in there and feeling them move. But, you know, my mom always said, I can't believe you don't enjoy pregnancy. She said, I'd be pregnant. She was like you, Ashley. I'd be pregnant over and over again. Like, I I never (laughs) felt better, you know, whatever. Not me. I I was pregnant from my nose to my toes until <laughs> I had to get my license renewed this year. I think it was this year. So my last time I had to have it renewed, I had to have my picture taken, and I was like eight months pregnant. <laughs> and I'm telling you, my nose was the width of half my face. And, I mean, I was just pregnant all over. By the time, both kids now, by the time, and I only gained like 25 pounds with each kid. It's not like I gained mm-hmm. some massive amount of weight. I just was pregnant all over. Couldn't wear any rings. Had Still no can't. shoes that fit. None. I wore house shoes, you know, when it was cold and flip-flops when it was warm. Like, I had one pair of each that I could wear, and that was it. I mean, I looked ridiculous coming to work in house shoes, but... <laughs> I had a patient go buy me slippers at Walmart <laughs> when I worked at Primary Care Bremen, pregnant with cold because my feet were coming over my flats. <laughs> She came back and she said, these may be a little bit more comfortable. (laughs) She was this cute little lady, and I will never forget that. But she went to Walmart and got me some house slippers. I put them on, too. Those bad boys were comfortable. I had no shame. And then I had no shame either after having them. Like, I I breastfed, you know, both of mine for a while. I'd whip these boobs out anywhere. I did not care. (laughs) If you got a problem with it, you don't have to look over here. I mean, and I'm usually not quite so aggressive about things but I was an aggressive breastfeeder I would say I would get in my car after work pull my shirt up pull my bra down put my milkers on so I call it pump and I just drive home I swear that sound gives me like anxiety I hated pumping and I was like I dare some officer to pull me over I dare him to I just speed home you know I dare you to pull me over I am milking sir lunatic I, I was a little crazy after both babies i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i'm kind of like that morgan says stuff about me like about breastfeeding i'm a little bit of a spaz about it like i'm like put him on me he needs me mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he like whimpers i'm like oh i'm like that's you can probably why he has that physique it's also <laughs> probably why you pump like 20 ounces at a time i know yes you're so lucky i was never fortunate on the pump inside i was always like one just one bottle ahead so that was very stressful mm-hmm. to me props to anybody who breastfeeds because it was not for me it's hard it was hard it 
not for I'm me. Able to store like a little bit as far as to try to get ahead for when I come back for work, but not not anything like Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> have you like, counted how many gallons no, you I, have? I, I, I counted, last time I counted, it was like six gallons. Yeah, six that, was, gallons? that was at like two months, y'all. It's insane. I haven't, I don't count anymore. That wasn't, that's my deep <laughs> She can count that. You can sell that. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I said. I do the oldest first. Then. At the time, I would have been horrified <laughs> at the idea of using somebody else's breast milk. But like if I was in y'all's situation where yeah. I had a friend that mm-hmm. like I knew well, I knew what you eat and drink and <laughs> who you sleep with at night. <laughs> like I would, I would totally have bought your breast milk. Maddie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to not have to pump. Yeah. <laughs> because that was the pumping part was awful mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I had to exclusively pump. Oh, no. My coal would never latch on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I Adeline, pumped every two hours. Adeline had a hard time latching Ugh. it. It would be like, I remember being in the back bedroom at our house. My father in law pulled up. I was feeding, breastfeeding her, and my father in law pulled in the driveway, and she heard his car door shut. And she started crying. Like, it had to be completely silent. Nobody around. Like, she and I both just had to really focus on trying to breastfeed. Luke, on the other hand, was born for a boob. Like, they <laughs> laid him on my chest, and he immediately, like, went yes. for the boob. Mm-hmm. Saw Carson was. Mm-hmm. They kept calling him a piglet. Yeah, and I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, like, I started supplementing with him a lot earlier than I did with Aileen because I could not keep him Full, yes. yeah. He's a hoss to this day, a bottomless mm-hmm. pit. But um, yeah, he was like born for the boob. <laughs> he was probably about four. Like I talk a lot about him and how hard it was with him <laughs> when he was like younger. Um, I think he was about four, and I thought I told him to his face. He looked at me like I'd lost my mind. I probably damaged him in some way when I said this. I thought I said, "I wish I could stick my boob in your mouth right now." <laughs> like you know, he was just being irrational and crazy. And I was like, "You, Maddie, like that was always like yeah, go to the go to. Like, okay, he's upset. Let's breastfeed. Yeah, <laughs> that will calm him down. Yeah. So, but you know, you can't really stick your boob in a four-year-old's mouth. It's weird." <laughs> You could, I guess. There are people that do it. So, I yeah. four years if I've stopped. I'm just Whoa. kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We can't be friends. <laughs> what about your husbands? How have they adjusted to fatherhood? How were they during pregnancy and father and adjusting to being dad? Brandon was kind of, he was there when I needed him during pregnancy. He really surprised me in the hospital. I think just because I did have such a hard time with delivery and the surgery and all, he he was awesome. But they like there's like a honeymoon period when you mm-hmm. have a new baby at home. You kind of yeah. fall in love with your spouse all over yeah, again, and yeah. then maybe two weeks later, it's like I want to knock your head off. Yeah. So, but we're kind of good. He's. That's kind of like the course of it from now until they're probably yeah. grown. Like I, there are days I fall in love with my husband all over again, and then days I'm like I'm. I'm gonna kill you mm-hmm. over these children. Go outside, <laughs> do something else. Yes. <laughs> Dylan did really good, mm-hmm. and then, then it was like you said. I was like, okay, we got to talk because you're not doing anything. So <laughs> I was like, I wish you hadn't have shown me what you could do now that you won't do mm-hmm. nothing. But then he's gotten better after I, I had to get on him a little bit. I was a little meaner than I probably should have been. I don't think you have a mean bone in your body. Yeah, I can't imagine being mean. Oh, I can. But, yeah, he was really good. So he's watching him now for the first time. I think really by himself today. Oh, wow, good. He took off today, so I could do this. 
probably get like 10 phone calls from Major during our training because that's Brandon's birthday. <laughs> yep. Three text day messages and a phone call, so yeah. he's, he's freaking out. <laughs> the first time I left Aileen with David, uh, she was probably about a month old. And I didn't do him any favors. Like, she was the first baby he'd ever held, and I was like this mama bear over here. So I did not do him any favors, but we were at the lake, my parents, and I was like, I'm just going to run down to the gas station. I don't remember what we needed, but he was always like, I'll go get it, I'll go get it, I'll go get it. I was like, no, I, I want to go to the store. Like, I want to get in the car by myself and go to the store. And so here. And so he was standing on the dock, and I put her in his arms because, you know, like he had to get his arms just right, and sometimes I'd have to put a pillow in a certain place so that he yes. could, you know, like, because mm-hmm. yes. God knows they can't move can't once move. they have no. the baby in their hand. <laughs> So I, you know, handed him to her, and I was gone probably 20 minutes, and he was standing in exactly the same spot, same way, like, had not moved when I got back. And I was like, are you serious? You didn't even, like, walk to the house? And he was like, no, we're fine. She's been asleep all the time because I've just been standing. Nothing's She's fine. We're not moving. Yeah. So I think he was terrified. When we left the hospital, we got in the car, and he was like... I feel like this car weighs like a million pounds. Like, I feel like it could just turn over at any minute. <laughs> it was real sweet, but yeah. No, Dusty, he, we have our Luke, you know, I have a seven-year-old stepson, so he had already experienced the whole like newborn, but he said, he told me it was like doing it all over again. He said it had been seven years since yeah. he had held a Brand baby new. that small and in the hospital, I'm not going to lie. Um, shout out if you hear this I told you this already he was horrible um it it was terrible he was he literally like sat on his phone the entire time and I was like you're not gonna help me and he said you don't want me to realize what's going on or I'm gonna be in the floor like he's terrible like we'll pass out like awful and then like they talked about the emergency c-section I like was hyperventilating like having a panic attack I was like this was not in my birth plan like I was freaking out and then he's he's over there like pacing and and I'm like okay well you need to put on your like scrubs and he's like I don't know like I had like the nurse had to like pull him to the side and be like you are going back there with your wife because you're her husband and you're going to be a good husband. Suck it up. She's like, you can hold a barf bag in the other hand. I don't care, but you're getting back there. But once he was back there, he was fine. He said, because I mean, like, then we heard Hudge cry and we're like, oh. But no, it was that part. Whew. <laughs> it was rough and I was mad at him. There was no honeymoon phase coming back. <laughs> I was like, no, I remember what you did in the hospital. <laughs> no, you put this giant baby inside of me. <laughs> and I had to get cut out of me. No. <laughs> not okay because <laughs> Hutch I mean we weren't he was a surprise so I was just like you did this but um no he's great like he, I trust him completely he's been at home with Hutch like he works a swing shift so he has Hutch whenever I'm at work and no he's great now like we, we got past all that <laughs> <laughs> these are things you'll be talking about in marriage counseling in 30 years <laughs> right <laughs> Women don't let go of this guy. No. We don't forget. <laughs> no. We do not forget. <laughs> I let you off the hook that one time. You remember 25 years ago when we were uh, <laughs> in in labor? Yeah. I was like, call my mom. See if she can make it up here in time. Because I was like, I'm going to get gutted and no one's going to be in there. Oh my gosh, y'all had babies terrible. during COVID too. Mm-hmm. Yes, all of us. So yeah, we had to have a mask on like while we were in like it was so relaxed straight up acted crazy if i had to i was throwing up the entire like during my c-section i threw up like 
12 times. It was terrible. Like, oh. And they had to give me lidocaine, and it came all the way up to my, like, lungs. Because my, my, um, what's it called? Epidural didn't work. I felt like everything. And so then um, they had to give me lidocaine. It went up to, like, my breathing, and it, like, affected my breathing and stuff. And it was awful. It was terrible. And then I got so sick. And I kept asking questions in mine, and they were like, Ashley, please stop working at a doctor's office. The beep beep is fine. So I kept like, asking, what is that? What are you talking about? And she kept getting on to me. Dr. Kivier was like, Ashley, hush. So, but we I'm, will tell you when you need to worry. Yeah. Everything is fine. Mm-hmm. But we talked the whole time. It was not, I, Like I said, I had an, I, it was neat. I just couldn't have watched it, she asked. And I was you were like, just yeah. super for You just had like that mm-hmm. easy, breezy yes. mm-hmm. road. I hate you threw up. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm shocked you like, didn't. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I've heard it's pretty normal. Oh, no. no, maybe not. Do I don't know. Oh, I don't know. During a C-section? You had a C-section, too? Two of them. Yeah. Well, I puked all night after it, too. Mm-hmm. They oh, kept having God. to come in and give me more nausea medicine. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. Yeah. I, I can imagine having a C-section. I remember the first night, one of mine, he was Luke. Maybe it was Aileen, but anyway, you know, you're like hyper alert mm-hmm. when the baby's in the room with you, rooming in, and mm-hmm. I remember like them coughing or spitting up or something, and I, I swear I went from like laying flat of my back to like on all fours mm-hmm. over the yeah. bassinet, like in one movement. I should, no. Yeah, you can't move. imagine. Because that was yeah. only, it had to be Aileen because Luke, I had a bad epidural. She went too far. And then, uh, I didn't know this till like days and days afterwards because it was not documented appropriately, but neither here nor there, but she went too far. And so then she knew that I was gonna have a spinal headache from a little Mm. leak. So she gave a little extra dose of fentanyl. Well, I can look at a bottle of Benadryl and feel sleepy. So I almost coded (laughs) with an epidural because I was sitting up and I I said, I don't feel so good. And I like lost consciousness Mm. and I remember hearing the nurse say her blood pressure just bottomed out and I remember thinking to myself they need to call a code because I think I'm dying (laughs) (laughs) and I need to call the code for myself (laughs) and then I was just like a little fish in a stream as weird as that sounds I guess I don't know what happened but that's what I remember and then I don't know what they did I guess they bolused me some fluids and anyway got my pressure back up a little bit and I remember kind of waking up but after having him I had a um a spinal headache, but we didn't know what that was. They thought I had just pulled a muscle in uh, labor because I just, I could not sit up. My neck and my head hurt so bad, and I could not like sit up. And they're like, we pulled muscle, tried muscle relaxer. No. Then they gave me a Percocet, and I was like, hey, now I know why people get hooked on these things. Like I never. That was euphoria. Like I, <laughs> I now know how people get hooked. Some people don't feel that way, but I was like, I could get hooked on these. So when they came back, and they were like. Are you having any more pain? I was like, yeah. And they were like, do you want another Percocet? And I was like, no, I better not. <laughs> Enjoyed that a little too much. But eight days, I went for two blood patches back down to like anesthesia where they take more blood. They go back in. They try to, I had two of those and it, did, it would work for about four hours and then it, the clot would move and it would start leaking again. Mm-hmm. Luke and I laid in the bed flat of our backs for eight days. Mm-hmm. I would breastfeed him on one side and then we'd roll over and I'd breastfeed on the other side and I could not, I, mean, I couldn't sit up more than about on a 25 degrees without a severe headache. So it was clearly Ada Lynn that I sprung from laying on my back to all fours because she made one little yeah. peep. Yeah, I don't think I stood up straight till 
I like shuffle around like a. It yeah. wasn't that long, but it felt like that long. It was terrible. Yes. I had a tap walk with Maddox, and that made all the difference oh, in the world. Wonderful. I did that yes. too. Just imagine if you didn't have it. Yeah. True. Because mm-hmm. Cole was awful. Yeah. Standing up, even just touching my hair, mm-hmm. like trying to extend mm-hmm. out to touch your hair and wash your hair, mm-hmm. like it literally felt like my insides were going to rip. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. not prepared mm-hmm. for that. Me like, either. Mm-hmm. It tests your husband completely having a C-section. I will tell you. Because Ryan had to do a lot for me mm-hmm. See, those was, first couple hours. Uh, and he was wonderful. Trying to be a super mom. So yeah. I oh, cried a lot. Mm-mm. Because I put I had to have them on my side. And I would sit up anytime they made a noise and get them. And it was miserable. Mm-hmm. I also didn't want to take pain meds. So I just took ibuprofen every eight hours. Mm-hmm. And turn. it was miserable. Mm-hmm. Looking back now, I'm like, I don't know why I did that. But yeah. You were like texting Katie and was like, give her the morphine. Yes, I was like, don't let Maddie not take something. Because yeah. it was miserable. My pain was okay until I nearly like passed out walking into the pediatrician's yes. office the yes. first time they made me go out in a wheelchair. Oh my lord. Like, yeah, I probably should have agreed to the pain meds now. Yeah. I asked for it. I said, don't even come back and ask. Just keep it in my file every four hours. <laughs> See, that's why your pregnancy no was so good. Yeah. No you love this uh-huh. shit. I don't even remember. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I was like, don't even ask. Just listen. She's high as a cot the whole time. She's <laughs> <is> wonderful. <laughs> what you're complaining about. Yeah. I love having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. Did y'all, the babies do fine after delivery? No jaundice, no? Me. Not me. He had jaundice. We had to go back to the hospital like a couple days later. They were like, he needs to have stat labs. We went and had stat labs, and that was horrible. I had to hold him down. He stopped crying. I thought he passed out. And then his level was like almost 19, so then they sent us back for the lights. And then he was jaundiced for like a month. Mm -hmm. He's really white now he's almost purple (laughs) (laughs) he's translucent (laughs) i'm used to my little tan orange baby so other than that he was fine he lost a lot of weight his one was a little jaundice but nothing like that yeah a lot of trouble with formula and yeah getting him straightened out with his weight i had so much breast milk at first and they were like well don't pump don't pump and then when we went back to the hospital my boobs were bigger than his body and they were like okay well maybe you can pump now (laughs) so then i think that really like messed up my like everything i needed and i think that's why i kept losing weight because after he got on formula he was back up to his birth weight and then he loves the formula (laughs) he loves it so he's better now adeline was really jaundiced too Mm -hmm. and they um sent us home and they kept checking her with a little scanner mm-hmm. and it kept it never would go down never would go down so finally they sent us for the labs again that's awful yes and it was like five points higher than it had been on the scanner and so then everybody was freaking out and talking about maybe flying us to columbus to NICU and all this kind of stuff this is before tanner had a NICU and um they were like this usually only happens to black babies but the scanner the billy scanner is not accurate david looked at me and i was like I will kill you. I will literally <laughs> murder you. Because we'd already tried the home lights and all that. So then we're in the hospital, and it was like Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. And the pastor comes by after church, you know, to, to visit us because our little tiny baby's in the hospital. And I refuse to see the pastor on Easter Sunday. <laughs> I was like, I have not had a shower in four mm-hmm. days. My hair's a greasy mess. There's a massacre happening in my panties. <laughs> and my daughter may have to be flown out to a NICU in the morning. I do not want to talk to him. 
you can go talk to him. And David's like, I'm not going to talk to him. So my mom was there. She's like, I'll handle it. Thank God, you know, for moms who like to know how to handle things. So she went, she shut the door, and she's like, they're just not feeling well right now, but they so appreciate you coming by. It's <laughs> Judy, just, oh, everything's fine. Like, I'm not talking to the preacher. I don't care if it is Easter Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I will say it was almost kind of nice not having to, like, ward off people. COVID, yeah. was, having no visitors. My, Brandon, um, so the cafeteria apparently is, like, shut down on the weekends mm-hmm. or very minimal food. So we would door dash a lot, and he'd have to, like, go either to the front door or the ER to get the food. Well, he got trapped in a stairwell because he didn't know how to get to the ER from the maternity. (laughs) (laughs) So that was real fun. Um, But, yeah, it was kind of nice, other than the food thing, not having visitors in and out all day. I've always, always, well, since I've been a healthcare provider, since I've been a doctor, I've always felt like you should not visit people in the hospital. Mm -hmm. If you were sick enough to be in the hospital, you don't need to entertain company. I mean, pray for me for your house, from your house, send me a card, door dash me some food, like (laughs) something that's going to be helpful, but don't, there's no need really to visit someone father in the hospital now there is a flip side to that i think with covid like you also don't need to be completely yeah. alone but it needs to be like your intimate support system mm-hmm. right somebody mm-hmm. who you don't feel like you've got to be awake for talk to that they can come in and sit down and not have to you know mm-hmm. entertain so that probably was pretty nice not having a um, barrage of people through your room while you're Dylan told me i look like i was from the walking dead stop it he did i look terrible no, I'd thrown my hoops off, and we'd have been fine. Mm-hmm. He has a picture of it. I'll have to show y'all. That was pretty ugly. Oh, you are not you ugly. Never ugly. It was bad. Be ugly. It was bad. And then they let me shower by myself, and I was like, I'm not gonna press that red cord. But like you said, I couldn't even like lift my yeah, arms like, to do anything. Up. So I just sat there, and I was like, Well, he's at the nursery, so I'll just wait. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Dylan, and he came in there, and he had to help me because I just could not move. Oh yeah. So Brian came in there, washed my, helped me wash my hair. Mm-hmm. And then they came you. back in there, like, Do you need some more? I was like, yes, pain medicine. <laughs> <laughs> so that like when they put those cute panties on you, Scott <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ryan was like, what are those? <laughs> That's just like, David's this weirdo. He thinks like pregnant women are so gorgeous. Like he could not keep his hands off me when I was pregnant. And like, yeah, when he sees one of y'all even, he's like, she is so pretty pregnant. Like I just want to rub her belly. And I'm like, you're so weird. Like that is Ryan weird. would not come near me. Tyler wouldn't either. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is funny. David thought I was that the most beautiful I've ever been. No, when ask I was how like, I went into labor at 38 weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ask how, how my water broke at 38 weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for he, but he gets like grossed out like <laughs> super <laughs> easily, um, like any kind of medical stuff. He was so sweet and attentive, like those panties and all yeah. that stuff. Like he was just so helpful, and I was like. God bless him. Like, right. these are things that he never dreamed right. that he was yeah. going to have to do to me. Yeah. <laughs> or he me and you saw me in these, or like, see or experience. Yes. Coming yeah. up to my boobs. Yeah. My boobs hanging out. I got milk leaking everywhere. Like One squirt. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, yeah. Get my nipple cream. Got to <laughs> rub this one down. Pump this one up. <laughs> well, this is TMI, but that was one of the funniest things that's ever happened. Is like you know, sex when you're still breastfeeding and like your boobs yes. squirts him in the face, you know. And he's not sure whether he likes it or he's disgusted by it, you know. He's got like, oh god. 
Those are lessons everybody yeah. learns the whole yeah. day. <laughs> no one ever so tells fun. you about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's one of the surprises. The yes. things people never tell you about having yeah. a baby. Yes. <laughs> that's hilarious. I think men are probably even less prepared. You know, like I feel certain nobody prepared him for the mesh panties and the <laughs> the Giant carnage afterwards. Yes. <laughs> Tyler was definitely not prepared, but he was not with me during my delivery because he's a weenie. And he's like my husband. Um, if my husband would have had a choice. Yeah. So my mom came with me for my C-section, but then as soon as we got to the room, he came in and they immediately like made her leave, um, which was really sad, but whatever. Um, so the first time I got up from after my C-section, I got up and had to go to the bathroom. Which I got up almost immediately. Like I told you, I was trying to be a super mom. I thought it was cool, but it, it was not okay. Anyway. Um, well, you'll know better for next time. Um, no. Nope. <laughs> 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 no, Tyler's fixed. We're done. Um, but the first time I got up, he literally had a panic attack because I was bleeding so much. Mm-hmm. Like it was like I left a track of blood from my bed to the bathroom because it was so much and he lost it. And yeah. then left the hospital and did not come back. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> My mom came back because he was like, "I can't, I cannot do it." So. And you're like, you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I made Dusty dump my pee, and he was like, "There's so much blood." <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? That's it's right. normal. Yeah. I'm like, just shot her burning bag every time he had to. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I can't do it. Our <laughs> doctor, do you want to cut the cord? Nope, I'm fine right here. Right. He's yeah. fine right here. Ryan never moved off his stool. He yeah. sat right there and stared at me the whole yeah. time. Yeah. As like, do you want me to drop this? I was like, yeah, drop it. He was like, no, don't drop it. I'm like, fine, don't drop it. I was a Bless little, her little heart. I was a little worried. He nearly passed out during my epidural, and then that ran yes. out. So they had to take me back, of course, for a spinal and all. But in the actual delivery room, he, he watched. He held my puke bag. There was a champ in there, but... When I was laboring, like, David was, <laughs> David was, like, rubbing my leg. You know, like, I'm, you know, stirrups up, like, he's, like, rubbing my leg. And I grabbed his hand. You know, it's like, you know how people get, the movies show, like, women get crazy in the delivery room. I grabbed his hand on my leg, and I said, you can pat, but do not rub. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. <laughs> But I didn't know this until later, like, one of the massage therapists told us that, that there is a certain, like, when you're massaging somebody, and in labor, this is true in labor, too, like, when your senses are kind of heightened, like, there's a direction that you should rub, and then a direction that's, like... Counter. Counter, yeah, that's, like, irritating. So there's one direction that's soothing and one that's <laughs> irritating, so you're just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, you can pat, but do not rub. And he was like, okay. <laughs> Bless his heart, he's still married to me. <laughs> and I'm so mean. <laughs> I know, I had my hair fixed and my eyebrows on. And oh, God. <laughs> they told me not to wear deodorant, but I put some on and he kept pushing Why on not my deodorant. I don't know. That they I told me I could wear anything. Heat. You're yeah. not supposed to have anything on your skin, you know, when yeah. you go to surgery, but everybody puts deodorant yeah. on. Yeah. Well, like he kept like rubbing my hair and I was like, if you mess my hair up for this picture, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be really mad. <laughs> and then my boobs hanging out, so I didn't ever. <laughs> It's not cute, so. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't post that one. 
I'll just show you a picture later of how rough I look going into my C-section. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been in labor for a lot of hours at that point. I feel like my eyeballs are about to pop out of my head whenever I, like... You actually pushed, though. I pushed for some. Right. I never hours. got to that point. The Lord knew I would have died. <laughs> I would have died. <laughs> I would have died. They gave me the option to try vaginal. And I was like, mm-mm. Because they told me there was going to be a potential for pushing and then... Yeah. Or really having Aislinn vaginally and then yeah. having to have Beckett C-section. And I was like, no, I'm yeah. not doing both. And you got to stretch too high. Nope, <laughs> not doing it. So, I went ahead and did the C-section. Is there anything that you wish someone had told you before you had a baby that, that you kind of had to learn the hard way? Not to hold them all the time. Because <laughs> I have a very dependent baby. Daycare's going to call and I might have to leave work because he's going to cry the whole time. But no, I'm just Bless. kidding. But he is Oh, really? I've already told oh, y'all. Just strap them to you and bring them on. <laughs> Yeah, he knows you're gonna have back problems I know. <laughs> strap that chunk to you and break it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, he's Ow. just asleep over there. Are you a toddler whisperer? <laughs> I am. She's a kid whisperer in general. We were doing were we doing podcasts when Adeline was yeah. up And you had just started working for yeah, us. It was like yeah. Adeline no, yeah. just crawled up the chair with her like mm-hmm. Like she'd known her forever. <laughs> well, Gabby's a good one. We'll keep her around. <laughs> I was not prepared for the sleeplessness. I just, I don't know why. I just had this concept in my head that after a few months, they were just going to start sleeping if I put them on a schedule and bathe them and put this lotion on them. Because <laughs> Erica's kids slept, and I just, I don't know, I guess I just assumed that mine were going to, but here we are, nine months into the schedule and lotion and <laughs> everything. And, <laughs> and nothing works, so. Sometimes I, we sleep, sometimes we don't. It's fine. Yeah, we'll survive. You saying that makes me remember, like, the first, like, few weeks whenever you're at home. Like, you feel like you're going to die. Like, especially, like, breastfeeding. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's every, like, at the most two hours that you get to sleep. Like, and I am a psycho. And I didn't pump. Like, I was like, no, he must nurse off of me. Like, so I was like, wake me up every two hours. I didn't sleep until, I mean, I, I never gave him a bottle until a week before I came back to work. Like, he had never had a bottle. Like, I'm a psycho. And so I did not sleep, like, but for one and a half to two hour increments. And that's if I would have went to sleep right whenever I put him in his crib or in his bassinet, whatever. I think there are just certain things that even if somebody told you it's going to be this way or whatever, you're not going to. There's just so much that goes on, like, in your headspace, hormonally, emotionally, physically, intellectually, all these things. Like, some of this you just have to kind of go through to figure out. Which and figure out what works for you yeah. and what works for your baby, works for your husband. Like every every baby, every situation is a little different, so it's not a one size fits all. Yeah, which I guess Katie, that's who I always went to was my sister. And I guess she didn't tell me about it because she's like, she kept telling me, you're crazy, use a bottle, like you're crazy, you need sleep. And it was just my choice, I was just being psycho, but... I don't know. I wouldn't say psycho, I mean, I feel the same way. Yeah. Like, I don't rest well. Unless I'm taking care of him. Right. But I know everybody else, like my husband or my in-laws or my mom, they're perfectly capable. So that's what I would tell people. Like, let let people help you. I'm pretty stubborn and independent. And 
like to do things myself, but that's been the biggest thing I've had to learn yeah. is to accept the help that is given to you because you will go nuts if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I would, I would agree with that. I, would, I think that if I had some advice to give new mamas, is number one, I always try to talk to pregnant mamas about postpartum depression. Like, yeah. just be aware. It's nothing to be ashamed of. If you feel sad and you think you should feel happy, it's okay. It happens mm-hmm. to more of us than would like to admit. And I, I went through it both times with mine. But number two is like accept the help. But having said that, even now I don't know if I would or could do it. Even if I was doing it over again to like let somebody mm-hmm. help me. I'm that way about all of life though. <laughs> you know, like it's hard for me to ask for accept help. But it is important. And it I guess a better way to probably put that to people is, you know, letting someone help you like denying someone the chance to help you is almost like denying them the blessing of helping you like it's a pleasure to help somebody else it it makes you feel good to go help your friend out who's struggling with her baby or watch their kids while they have a night out so to not let people help you grandparents friends whomever it's kind of taking away a blessing from them too because they want to be able to Mm -hmm. to help so let them help you you can watch Mm -hmm. them hold your baby and love them and that's a blessing too you know take a shower yeah You'll thank yourself later. (laughs) (laughs) And no baby ever cried themselves to death. You know, like if they cry for five minutes or ten minutes while you get a shower. Or an hour. Or an hour. (laughs) It will be okay. They will be okay. Speaking of which, I think I'm going to need another one. I'm pretty sure I got peed and puked on since we've been sitting here. Oh, it smells so sweet, though. (laughs) He is so darn cute. He looks like his daddy. Everybody says that. Mm -hmm. Spitting image all the way to his weird little toes that he has. (laughs) (laughs) He does. We should look at him. That little web toes. Two of them are on both God bless it. You got your daddy's little weird feet. (laughs) He's clearly offended. Mm -hmm. I know. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations to all you mamas. Yes. Y'all have Thank made some you. beautiful babies. And you all, you really all was saying you look a little tired, but y'all do look fabulous. None of you look like you just had babies. So, <laughs> And we can't wait to have you two back at work. Even if you're just going to get pregnant on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are looking forward to having you. And these little sugars are always welcome at the office, too. Lord knows, might have been sick and made pallets in the floor and been around, so it's just what you do. I'm glad we can do it together. Mm-hmm. All right. Any last-minute advice? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Everybody's so. just hanging in and hanging mm-hmm. on. Sometimes mm-hmm. being Take a mom is just surviving. One day mm-hmm. at a time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's just surviving. Take all the pictures. Yes. yes. Yeah, so you can pictures. look at them and cry at work. I'm just kidding. And <laughs> make sure you're in pictures. Even when you yes. don't feel you're pretty, really make about sure that, that you are in the pictures, too. Yeah. I'm bad about that. Nobody yeah. can get the angle like me, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> my mom likes to zoom all the way in, and I'm like, why? Get how little they are. Mm-hmm. Because I still can't remember and mine. how being young you look. You know, like, yeah. you think you look awful, then you look back at me and you're like, dang, I was looking pretty good to be two weeks postpartum. No wonder he wanted me. I did not feel like that. I was like, please quit taking those photos. <laughs> well, of course you feel that way at the time. But I'm just saying, looking back, you'll want pictures of yourself with your baby. So take the pictures. All right, till next time. Bye. Stay healthy.